All right, cool. Well, I'll have that all stocked, so while we're driving, we'll have that, and so we should be good. Uh, all the other meals and everything are easy. Uh, we get a gift card checking in for the restaurant on site. Uh, was one of those little negotiation things that did. We'll go over that, but it's a like gourmet pizza joint. Uh, so first night we'll have dinner there. The next day there's no rush because we are five minutes away from the other hotel, so we have all the time in the world to grab lunch and do whatever we want. Okay, I'll stop now. I got all my notes I need. And no wonder you're in the position you're fucking in. I could not, I could not do that. I can't. I am not organized enough. Well, if it doesn't annoy you guys, I'm more than happy to do this to keep us going. I mean, it, it doesn't annoy me. Don't bother me okay. none. If somebody's got to <laughs> do it, I know I right? can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. I can't even do my fucking work orders correctly, and I have to do that every day. All <laughs> no, right. Shit. You know, I know you want to schedule like some meetings like once a month, don't you, or something like that. Yeah, once we get get rolling, so we can just do this right. I'm just. I, I really enjoy it, but I think we'd enjoy it more if we we just do it right. I think I think this time we're gonna get it right, and we're not gonna be sleeping on top of each other here either. We got a <laughs> three bedroom suite the first night, and we all got our own rooms the second. So oh, oh hell, three bedroom suite. Shit. Yeah, well, it's two bedroom and then like a living room. So oh, somebody okay. will have a living room, but <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with living room. That's not a big uh, deal. And I figured I could take it. I think I've had a bed every time, so. I well, your be... machine kind of negates. Yeah. So. <laughs> we're all good with that. It doesn't make it. And be honest with you, I almost like I like sleeping on the couch. It's like one of those things. I've always slept on your couch. Like it, it's one of those things I like to do. I don't know why. Oh, shit. Hey, you know, remember when I had that apartment? Yeah. The whole time I slept on the couch. The whole time I lived there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not like pretty much. Like every now and then I'd sleep in my bed, but most of the time. I just wound up sleeping on the couch. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about tonight? Something scary. Ooh. <laughs> I'm bone shattering. It's not another house that is crazy, is it? It's, it might be. Our listeners probably can't handle that. Spine shattering. <laughs> <laughs> Did some... Uh, uh, no, never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. Uh, we're talking about... <laughs> <laughs> Afraid I'll leave it in, are you? <laughs> you you ever have those thoughts and they get to the tip of your tongue like, that's a bad one. <laughs> get back here. <laughs> <laughs> Good something or other evening, morning, afternoon to all of you ladies and gents out there. This is the Paranormal Minds of JST. I am Shane, the host tonight, and I'm also joined with Tommy. Hello. And Josh. Hello, hello. And tonight we're going to talk about the Oakville Blobs. You guys ever heard of uh, Oakville, little town in Washington? No. No. No? Not surprising, because as of 2020, they had a population of like 700-something people, uh, Back, uh, we're we're going back in time though to August 1994, uh, which back then they they had right over 600 people that lived there. So in the span of 25 years, only an extra hundred people have moved there, but for good reason. 
So, uh, do you guys remember August 1994? You know what you were doing? Uh, how old was I? <laughs> I was like eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I was eight. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of reminders what, what was going on in the world. Uh, August 1994 is when they first found the DNA evidence that proved O.J. Simpson was guilty. If you yes. remember that whole debacle and he still somehow got out because a glove didn't fit but there was dna evidence anyway <laughs> circumstantial uh, at best man <laughs> hey the, if the glove don't fit you must have quit yeah. <laughs> uh, the hubble telescope also got its first photographs of uranus uh the last british troops left hong kong they had been stationed there since 1841 oh, shit. and they pulled out their last troops in 1994 you're digging this history stuff, aren't you, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> More our speed. Uh, August 1994 is when Wario's Woods and The Jungle Book both came out on SNES. Nice. So that's probably what we were doing. Headed down to was. Blockbuster, grabbing Wario's Woods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all those interesting things going on, and these poor guys in Oakville, Washington, got to experience something a little little odd. On uh, the night of August 7th, 1994, began, it began to rain. So rain is nothing unusual for people other than Washington. I mean, it, it rains most of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So when it first started coming down, everybody's like, okay, okay, it's fine. It's just another rain. And then they started to realize it wasn't rain. Uh, these gloops falling from the sky were some sort of gelatinous, gooey substance. It covered about 20 square miles of the city and just pulled up on the streets, just big globs everywhere. Uh, People described it as while they were driving, their windshield wipers couldn't wash it off. It just smeared it. So, you know, you couldn't even drive drive in it because it was just smearing everywhere. And best best described as jello. So it was raining jello just for simplicity's sake. Now, over the next three weeks, this gelatinous rain happened six times. So six times over this three weeks, only in this town of Oakville, Washington. Huh? That's weird. Then it gets weirder. So it's like, okay, weird jello rain. Well, then everybody in the town got sick. They came down with something very similar to the flu. And it wasn't just a short, you know, a week or two flu. The minimum amount of time that people experienced the symptoms of this flu was two weeks, and some of them lasted for three months of staying sick after exposure to this jello rain. Uh, So this uh, microbiologist, um, Mike McDowell, I believe his name was, uh, so he he pulls up, he's like, I'm going to test this stuff. You know, these pools of jello everywhere that's making everybody sick. So he brought it to his lab, he tested it, and he actually found two microorganisms in the jello. One was Pseudomonas fluorescens. If I'm saying that right. The other was Enterobacter cloate. I'm going to say I said those right. I'm no microbiologist. <laughs> those sound complicated. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these microorganisms that they, he, you know, they, they decided were making people sick. But it's like, how the heck did this happen? Like this... These two things shouldn't be together. They especially shouldn't be in some weird, you know, gelatinous substance together. And they sure as hell shouldn't be falling from the sky 
in one place six times in three weeks. Like no, he couldn't make any sense of it. So wrote wrote some stuff, called some microbiologist buddies, you know, went home, came back to his lab the next day. All the samples were gone. Uh, everything had been cleared out. Uh, he's like, hey, what what the heck happened to my stuff? Yeah. And uh, his superiors pretty much brushed him off. And they're like, you know, that's that. Forget it. Don't ask any more questions. And that was that. Uh, This this case has come up many, many, many times since 94. And no one can figure anything out on what that could have been. Uh, The closest somebody got was like, well, maybe... Uh, so being Washington, right off the coast, maybe there were some uh, military uh, weapons testing. They were blowing some stuff up, and they pretty much vaporized some jellyfish that got sucked into a cloud and then just went over a little bit and kept raining on the same place. So very far-fetched. And even the military thing, you know, you hear that, that's a simple explanation if something else weird is going on, but they're like, oh, no, that wasn't us. We we didn't do anything during that time. So many, uh, you know, I won't go through all the theories. You know, everybody has speculated things from, from aliens to uh, biochemical weapon engineering testing. Uh, and they just picked this very small, almost inhabited town to test it on. Uh, so yeah, lot, lots of stuff. This also, uh, you know, it's been on a couple shows through the years, like Unsolved Mysteries, things like that. And still, to this day, unsolved, no one can figure it out, never happened again, and has never happened anywhere else. So pretty pretty Man. wild. What, a, what do you guys think was going on there? Well, I do know, and that this could be a possibility, recently they found in the ocean these jelly-like things that are just floating in the ocean and they didn't know what they were. They eventually figured it out, but um, they were kind of as described. I don't know if the uh, microbes were the same, you know, the microorganisms were the same, but it's a huge possibility because, you know, fish can be sucked up in a hurricane or tornado and thrown or, or, you know, make it quite a long ways before they fall back down. And it's a possibility that these things, because we didn't know what they were at this time, this, like I said, this was recent, were sucked into the sky and fell on this town. It's odd that it was, what did you say, a three-week span? Yeah, three weeks and six times on that three Yeah, weeks. so, and, and separate incidents, like not hmm. all the same. Like, I'm not, there's not six hurricanes happening in the ocean, I right. would think, <laughs> without some kind of documentation. But something of that effect could have happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe they were blowing stuff out of the water. I don't know, you know. I wonder why they wouldn't admit it, though. I don't know. I mean, I I get government cover-ups and everything, but you would think they'd rather own up to that than let it go unsolved and crazy theories going on, right? Maybe they don't gain anything from... Mm. They're not gaining anything from telling anybody they did it, I guess. Not losing anything either, so let it be what it is, I guess. I mean, we could probably wrap it up or, you know, chalk it up to the fact that being an unknown substance at the time and making people sick who's to say the government or wondering if maybe if it was um you know extraterrestrial influence or experiment you know maybe it's what they took from barney hill from the last episode and they just were like oh, we're done with it you know 
What his, his sperm? You saying they <laughs> rained his sperm back? He did say wrap it up. He did say wrap it up. <laughs> he did. He did not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> says him. <laughs> well, I mean, they could. Who knows what they could have turned it into? I mean, maybe you know, they needed a special coating. You know, I don't know, and they just discarded it. Um, but no, on the on, on the serious note, like. Being a unknown substance and making people sick, I would not put it past our government because even though we know that biological warfare and stuff like that is illegal according to, you know, several treaties and the Geneva Convention and all that stuff, right? For them to even just test the likelihood of a chemical weapon, right? I mean, I think they still do that in a way. Mm. Uh, and that's a lot of governments. So... Maybe that was their thing. Like, oh, it made people sick. Let's see if we can't harness that just in case someone uses that against us. You get what I'm saying? It's always under that guise. Right. I just see, I get testing on it, and I even get the lower populated areas to test something like that. So, completely with you there. But it just seems silly to test the same place six times in three weeks. Maybe we... Some just someone was a dummy in charge. Like no one's ever gonna put this together. <laughs> or or maybe they were checking dose equivalency. You know, seeing the effects of like I, how how spread out was it? I know it was three weeks, but it's six times, so it's two times per week essentially, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the that wasn't really defined. It was just six times in three weeks. Because I'm wondering if it was just like they might have it rain that for like one day. And then go two or three days, rain it again, wait a couple more days, rain again, just to see the effectiveness of, like, how long does it take to make people sick? You know, kind of stir a whole population, that makes sense. Interesting to think about, too. Whenever we think about biological warfare, we think death, right? Like, oh, they're Mm going to kill people. This is makes more sense. Like, if you're going to war with a country... You get everybody there sick so they can't fight, and then you don't have to kill them. They're just sick for a few months. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember what year it was, but there was talks about making uh, messing with pheromones to essentially turn the enemy soldiers gay and horny. So, because their idea was if they could essentially make them, I say turn them gay. It was supposed to like mess with their pheromones and make them, you know, all just essentially have a big orgy. But a lot of people call it like I think the gay bomb or something like that. So the idea was drop it, boom, lets out the pheromones, and then everybody starts having this orgy, and then you can just go in, I guess, with gas masks or whatever you would protect yourself with that, and wipe the place out, take over, and conquer. You know, because they'll just be too busy making love to one another. Okay, so it doesn't actually make anyone homosexual. It just no, makes no, them no. sex crazed. Okay, yeah, gotcha. they, they just call it the like the gay bomb just because. Gotcha. Yeah, because I was like, I, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, when I first heard about this, uh, I I could not find it again, but I swore it talked about there being human DNA in the blobs, uh, but I could not find that again. I don't know. It. I just read that. Um, oh, did you? Well, yeah, shoot, it, but it, the uh, the Department of Ec- uh, Ecology, 
is that how you say it, ecology, refuted the results saying that there were no nuclei actually present. So it couldn't have been any in it. I think it was just hearsay. Was it hearsay? No, those were hearsay papers. Oh. Sorry. Johnny Depp <laughs> trial. <laughs> yes, Dude, I did watch it just to watch it. I had to see that, that shit show. It was so funny. I, it was yeah. dude objecting his own damn question. Oh, <laughs> yes. The judge is like, but you asked the question. <laughs> I, I like it when they were going through the tabloids and the, it was like some reported about him showing up drunk and Johnny Depp's like, it's report. Isn't that hearsay? What you like to say? <laughs> like, <laughs> right, what you got on those organisms, Josh? Uh, I'm looking the, uh, the enterobacter is an opportunistic pathogen. In fact, it, it, it's, just, it's after, you know, immunocompromised people. The urinary and respiratory tract are the most common sites of infection. And this, uh, the pseudomonas fluorescence is not a pathogen in humans at all. So the reason they were getting sick was not because of the pseudofluorescence. It had to have been because of the enterobacter. And, Entero, enterobacter, however you say that. And you said uh, uh, respiratory, right? Yeah. Rubber, That'd be rest, like, it, yep. yeah. That could mimic flu. It says it can't live in the, it's incapable of growth at 44 and a half degrees Celsius, which is pretty warm, actually. That's reaching the 100 degree mark, I would think. Yeah, 112 degrees. So this, this seems, this seems very targeted. And, mm-hmm. and this is very conspiracy theorist. Theorist, the Enterobacter is especially it, it exhibits like um, antibiotic resistant properties. Huh. It kind of sounds like they may have you know hush hushed it because like we were talking about, it was Ill- it's illegal to even test chemical weapons. So it's a huge possibility. Maybe they just threw that other the other micro you know organism in there to kind of throw it off and just wonder why they were together or maybe that's how they formed the gelatin like substance i really don't know you know maybe they interacted with each other in some kind of way to cause that maybe or maybe it was just a deliverance system in of itself you know yeah very well could be you know and i know people will be like well why not test it on a smaller population because you know we got towns in america of like 60 people there's one that has one person that lives there and they're geriatric, so they're probably already dead by now. Well, I think 600 people is a good control group, though. Yeah, that's what you want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, and that's right in that range where it's like, I haven't heard about it. And I don't know, I, I wouldn't know if, how many people would have heard about it. You know, No, the population is too small. It's, it's not big news, so they're not going to say anything. And, and, you know, that brings up, you know, there was a town somewhere, I think it was in Mississippi. Where, like, all the men started going hostile and, like, attacking. Uh, I, I brought it up before, like, kind of like <laughs> the crazies, where they would attack women and oh, all these I other people. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and people believe it was the United States government doing a test on them. So, now, of course, I haven't found anything past, you know, essentially conspiracy theories on it. Well, let me let me pitch this to get a... Cause 
we're we're walking the line on just being a conspiracy podcast today. So <laughs> I noticed that. Jump, jump back to the paranormal side of it. So while I was researching what was going on in the world, you know, there was in the same month there were a lot of disasters. I think there always are though. So I kind of you know just skipped over those. You know, uh, seven hundred people died in an earthquake somewhere, and then three hundred people in a ferry boat. But I found some stuff on Nelson Mandela. Yeah, you guys all you know the the Mandela effect already because so many people remember him dying in prison in the eighties. Well, that was kind of when ninety four is when everybody got their memories corrected because that's when he became president of South Africa. So I I thought about it. I haven't put too much thought in it. You know, just just a little thought. <laughs> but like, what if some sort of timeline correction or alteration or something happened in 1994 Nelson Mandela was no longer dead and then he's he's president timelines changed and something in the space-time continuum ripped or universe ripped and just dumped out this jelly on this (laughs) (laughs) as I talk through it it sounds goofy but (laughs) it could be (laughs) Could be. Mm, yeah. I'm going to take your approach on this one. All things are possible. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you, have you heard about in India where it rained blood? I, I can't remember if it was actually blood or not. I don't think it was. I think it was. Um, I'd have to Google it. So. Uno momento. Por favors. Oh. All right, Josh. Uh, sounds like we got a fifteen-minute break. Well, Tommy figures out how to use <laughs> one letter at a time. Tommy, the what? A key is on the left side of the keyboard. <laughs> and B is kind of down in the middle. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, happened in two thousand one in Kerala. Yeah, in southern in Kerala, uh, it was in the middle of a monsoon. Red rain started to fall. It was in 1957, and it turned yellow after a while, too. Uh, it's just rain that carries sand from deserts. Oh, see, this is what I'm hearing, that it was colored by the fallout from a hypothetical meet. Oh, that just... Uh... Dude, is this town really only half a square mile? There's no way. The city has a total area of 0.5 square miles. <laughs> what? What city is that? The, uh, the Oakville. Oh. That's what that said. Yeah, total point five five square miles. What? That is tiny. Well, I wonder if it's like maybe their main street is you know, and then everybody's like branched out farming style town. You know what I mean? One horse town. I do wonder if that goo was like a byproduct of something, like a some kind of spacecraft or or something like that. I don't know where the microorganisms would have come from, but. I I really want to lean more towards alien in a way, like maybe testing us as a way of seeing like what we're weak against. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe that's a poison for them that just straight up kills them. Well, based on our maps where we fuck around with, so that is next to where we've decided the alien uh, landing strip is. Oh, it's their poop. So it's, it's right next to it, but there's a national forest in between. So you got the landing strip, national forest, and that. So maybe they were pulling over, picking up their Sasquatches, 
And yeah, they did. They dumped out their experimental sperm from 30 years prior. Yeah. Got too much in here. Got to lighten the load. Dropping poo. That was alien poo. I hope some kid didn't eat that being like, oh, this is some weird jello. It came from the sky. Kids outside with their fucking mouths open just. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird taste of rain. It's kind of salty. No, no. <laughs> We crossed the line on that one. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I know, I know. You can all see it in your head, just like me, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Splashing in puddles, and it's just like sticking in hair. (laughs) Something about Mary over here. Oh my god, I was just gonna say the same thing. (laughs) But I mean, though, though, in all honesty, though, did we just find out the pattern of their flight path? Though, twice a week for three weeks. That's where they dump their poop. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you were where they usually are in the desert, you know, no one would even notice that, right? Yeah. So maybe they went a little off course for whatever reason. I, I wonder if it could be, like, you hear about places like the Bermuda Triangle where airplanes disappear mm-hmm. and things of that nature. In my opinion, these uh, these things are tears in our reality where that airplane leaves this um, plane to go to another one or, or realm or whatever. And uh, there's a possibility that there was a tear there and could have been a, like, let's just say it was a waste disposal factory place in a different, in a different realm. And they're dumping and it's just happens to be that weird merge of, of different planes or realms or whatever it is. And it's able to get through. Do you think there's some sort of interdimensional task force that like sews up these tears? That'd be cool. I'd be I on that, that task job. Force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna clean up this mess. It'd be like extremely dangerous, though. It's like, <laughs> look, if you touch the rifts, you'll disintegrate. Okay, but if you fly through them and all that, you're good. Yeah, you can't tell me that because I'd be like, oh, malarkey. <laughs> Disintegration. <laughs> Shit, I was wrong. <laughs> wow. Don't don't touch it. Let's just throw Tommy into it. You know. Yeah. Why do I always yeah. have to go? <laughs> God. No one loves you, Tommy. That's I, why. I know. <laughs> we, we have established that you are the go-to man for our experiments. Right. Like when in the freaking witch forest, y'all are like, "Hey, Tommy, go out there by yourself." We kept an eye on you. Don't worry. We could see you way out there, wherever it was you were. Right. I know. What were your words? Like, <laughs> I was waiting for you to get snatched up from the sky. <laughs> yeah, I was. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, Tommy's gonna get fucking yanked up into the top of the trees, and I'm running out this. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that, that damn headlamp would have blinded anything trying to grab him, though. Hey, but they came in handy. You gotta admit. I mean, it was nice, but it was like a whole damn lighthouse strapped onto your head. Like, shit, don't look at me. <laughs> He's over there signaling boats in the harbor. I, I, I was keeping the demons at bay, okay? We wanted the demons, though. <laughs> well, to take you, not us. We were definitely looking for them. Well, I mean, I would keep them at a distance. I don't want them up on us with their stinky demon breath. Like, I always thought demon breath would smell nice, like a fireplace, you know, like a campfire or something. I never thought about that. You would think it would kind of, yeah, maybe. What if they, like, eat, like, the rotted flesh off of dead souls? Then you got rotted flesh breath. 
Well, I'm sure they have some sort of hygiene. I mean, they brush their teeth afterwards. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> who, who am I to question it? <laughs> Look, Tommy, you're like, why? The... Shut up, Shane. Like, I, I could see it. You didn't say it, but I saw it. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I was like, I don't want to come off as a butthole. Actually, it, it is usually compared that when demons are present, you smell what? Sulfur? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's not a nice smell, so. No, that's just farts. <laughs> Pretty much. Smells of farts. <laughs> Who knows? They might have like minty fresh breath, but their farts just, they're constantly farting. So. <laughs> I just picture one chasing you around. Come here. <laughs> just with the walking fart. <laughs> what have we become? <laughs> <laughs> paranormal channel that's talking about demon farts like <laughs> if you can't talk about all all aspects of paranormal are you really a paranormal group no not really i that'd be some good evidence catch a demon fart in a jar right could you imagine catching that on like uh infrared oh like, how fucking weird would that be it'd just be like there's nothing in the screen and they just like it's like a little it's like a little poof <laughs> Yeah, out of You're nowhere. Like, I'd be like, Tommy! <laughs> what? I'm behind y'all. <laughs> what me this time? <laughs> oh, but no, back But uh, Yeah, anyway, I do I do like your, your rip theory, Josh, because uh, that, that kind of lined up. I was thinking probably too specific with the Nelson Mandela stuff, but I mean, we know that rips do happen, I don't, and they do go away like we see that a lot which makes me question too why does the bermuda triangle not get fixed i wonder if it's just too damaged it may be it's a pretty big area it is a massive area what if it's like like the bermuda triangle it's not like that whole area is not just one rift right but it's small ones spread out and they move about like they'll rip open close Another one over there rips open, and it just so happens that a plane, ship, or something just happens to go through that rift, you know? Because I've, you know, there are some stories where people are like, oh, we go through the Bermuda Triangle all the time and nothing happens, right? So what if they're just lucky and haven't hit one of the rifts? Makes a lot of sense. But here's the thing I want to throw out what if that stuff was from a rift opening? Like the weather hit at a certain time? Like when it, Ripped open, it just spilled all that stuff down. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know there are more places on the planet that are like the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where it is. But yeah, I mean, I do like that the idea of that they just get lucky. They just made it through there, you know, and that's, you know. Like I said, maybe that rift that just happened, and I, I do like your idea of like a factory pumping out waste. So when the rift opens up, it's just dumping their poop on the town. Either way it goes, it's going to be poop in my head. I'm just saying. So. Well, it could even just be normal rain in another dimension, and that's what people drink and bathe in. Yeah, so <clears throat> kind of weird, but <laughs> a little weird. Could be rain coming in through a rift, and it just so happened maybe that rift was open, and it just followed the same rain patterns as you know that day or that those three weeks. 
I, I wonder if anyone's went to this town and just just tried to maybe test the soil, interview people. I mean, I didn't find much that wasn't just recycled. Like, there was an article done some years ago, and then, of course, the TV spot a long time ago, and it doesn't seem like many people prod it more than that. Like, of course, we talked about not many people know about it, it seems like, but there has to be enough people, enough scientists that would be interested in doing more studies there, right? Yeah. Maybe there's nothing left to study, though. Well, unless maybe you're not allowed to. You know? Like, and and I know try not to be conspiracy theory, but at the same time, you know, something like that, you got to realize, like, the government's going to step in and be like, no. You know? Like, I believe, even if it was rain from another dimension or alien poop, uh, like the government showed up and they took those samples from that lab and all that, and maybe they're like, "No, you guys can't test anything here," you know. But they're they're to fall on what twenty square miles, and it had to have like sunk down in the ground, and I mean, I'm sure there's something they can do with soil samples and testing the water supply, even. Mm. Uh, I mean, you can you could probably look at um anything from birth rates to um, types of mental illnesses and other types of sickness and illnesses from that time span, from before and after the uh, so-called gooey rain, and then see what kind of correlation there is from that. You know, did their birth rate suffer? Probably. I mean, they went from 600 to only 700 in, what, 20-something years? (laughs) Well, there's there's got to be something going on. Is for a town to only grow by less than, I mean, what is this? Fifty people in twenty five years. That's that's unheard of. I mean, even here, I mean, you guys see you know, these little Mississippi towns that when we were kids had all of five people living there are now, you know, booming little cities. So uh, maybe they're they they are keeping everyone away me personally i'd like to live there 700 people i don't have to know nobody right (laughs) i can stay to myself i don't think you'd have to worry i mean if if something was to happen like somebody robs you or anything i'm sure the whole town would be like hey we know who did that well you have more of a community in smaller towns that's why a lot of people don't like it because they're like oh everybody's in my business yeah but at the same time there's more security and there's actually less crime and don't go off of the statistics, yeah, right. please, people. Don't. Or it's like, oh, per capita. Yeah, per capita. So if there's 50 people in a town and, like, two people commit a crime, then your crime rate's going to be higher than that of a big city. So, come on, guys. They're playing with your minds, man. Hmm. So... But so checking uh, out, I'm digging into the town's history a little bit now. <clears throat> so, uh, let's see. They only have a few businesses there now. Uh, what is it? A grocery store, a few diners, an organic bedding manufacturer, an auction house, and a chip plant. I wonder if that means like potato chips. Like, is it chips or microchips? No, we get microchips from overseas. We need to find this brand of chips and... Dude, we're going to eat alien poop. 
But yeah, not many people come out of there, like notable people, you know, on Wikipedia list, notable people. Uh, the last one was a basket weaver. Like notable people was a basket weaver? Yeah, Hazel Pete died in 2003. He was, uh, or she, I'm not sure, they were a basket weaver from the Chahalas tribe. Okay, so that's Native American. But yeah, they're listed here. Then you had a paleontologist that died in 82 and a, a delegate from the District of Alaska that passed in 64. So I didn't even think Native America and stuff, so the Chahalas tribe. I didn't see anything about Native American anything tied to the city. Well, it could be maybe reservation outside the city. They probably left the reservation. But I, I'm curious about, like, just disease and birth rates now. So I do have to wonder if this was possibly, like, hagfish slime. Have you ever seen hagfish slime? Like, hagfish secrete this stuff that, mm -hmm. you know, protects them from predators. Yeah. But I don't know what it's made out of. It, all you really have to do is mix it with water. So if it was, in fact, raining, and they somehow managed it, like it was, you know, could have been in the clouds some kind of way, or I don't know, you know. Who knows? I'm going with alien farts on this one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> Can't go with alien farts. Um. <laughs> That sucks so like all of their farts are gelatinous. Oh man. <laughs> they would blow legit bubbles. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember that. I was trying to Google to remember see. Remember alien fart bubbles? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was uh Googling to see about like birth rates and um illnesses and birth defects and stuff like that, you know, that would probably arise from apparently some crazy goop falling from the sky, right? And one of the things popped up, when did it rain human tissue? And that actually happened on the 3rd of March, 1876, in Bath County, Kentucky. Nice. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I think someone got blown up. But it was published in the New York Times. So. Back in the tuberculosis stages. <laughs> like, ah, we don't know what to do with them. Blow them up. Probably. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my final wishes when I die. I want you guys to strap dynamite to me and throw me out of an airplane and explode me. <laughs> I'm down for that. And play Slayer's Rain and Blood. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, the pictures of those things are just weird looking. Just like little... I see why they think jellyfish, because it's very similar looking to... It, yeah, it kind of looks like some... I don't know, the pictures I looked at look like translucent lobsters. Like just a lobster tail. They actually have pictures of these. Is that what that is? What's in this picture is not. That is a fucking... Those are tadpoles. In this picture. It says mysterious rain down thing, but... I'm pretty sure those are frog eggs. They look a lot, a lot like frog eggs. Because certain frogs um, just lay their eggs in groups on... Sticks in the water and stuff like that. But right. 
very well uh, could have been picked up by a strong wind and slung everywhere. That's like, uh, you know, I was on, I went camping. We were, I think it was Hernando Point. And I found these weird uh, circular pod things with like, it, it looked like jelly, but it was hard. And I forgot what the name of those pod things were. But yeah, they apparently just wind up. They're some type of organism. So they're not dangerous or anything. You can poke it with a stick, but it's like a living organism that, you know, floats around. Hmm. Uh, and I see the picture you're talking about, Josh. I, don't, I think that's fake. That's just people grabbing some random pictures. Yeah. Because what the one. I think these are what are the legit ones. Almost like a, the stuffing out of a diaper, you know, once it gets wet. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. That fiberglass stuff. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. Mm. Wait, you say fiberglass? They put fiberglass in diapers? Uh, you know, my son used to soak through real bad, and they would uh-huh. bust. And I'm telling you, get on your skin. Feels like fiberglass, but it's probably also urine mixed in with it. <laughs> the urine's just eating you. Probably. That does look a lot like the stuff inside of a diaper. Mm. Which, if that is the case, if there is a factory around there that makes them, it could have been waste product that easily got sucked into the fucking clouds. Because I'm sure it's lightweight until it gets wet. Yeah. yeah. Just and can... It would rain down. Like, just wound up collecting in the clouds, and as it gathered moisture, it just, yeah. Yeah. And that Who would knows? explain the urinary tract infections. Y- urinary. Yeah, they don't, they don't explain the bacteria. Yeah. Diaper factory. I never thought I'd be looking up locations of diaper factory. <laughs> right. This is very a conspiracy theory episode. For it more than it really is. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> well, just so listeners to be that. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, a lot of stuff we touch on aliens is considered conspiracy theories. Yeah, um, I think most of what we talk about really is, but yeah, even though you know, conspiracy means like harmful. So. Right. So there is in actually in Oakville, there is a diaper service, but. It's cloth diapers. Uh, no I filling. I figured that's where you were going with that. Yeah. Now, once I saw the, the thing, I'm like, oh, shit, that's in Oakville, Washington. We might have solved it. but <laughs> You know, nothing nothing against the people in Washington, but it makes sense that it's cloth diapers, you know, because, you know, they're more environmentally friendly than the rest of the uh, United States, minus California. I wouldn't want that job, though, because it's a service. So I guess they pick up the used cloth diapers and wash them and... Oh, God. Could you imagine being the delivery driver? (laughs) Oh, my God. Do they still sell cloth diapers at, like, Walmart? I believe so. I believe so. You gotta, like, order that. You say you need to order that? No, I said, do you have to order that? He's gotten that that old that he has to. (laughs) Look, man, okay? Whitey tidies aren't cutting it anymore. (laughs) I don't like that when I sit down, you get the crinkles. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know. It's about the Hell same no. What? Google oh. Star Jelly. Star, Star Jelly. Jelly. What the mm-hmm. hell? You got me Googling over here. Google Star Jelly. 
Oh, that does look exactly like it. It looks exactly like it. It happens in meteor showers. Oh, that's cool. Meteor shower shortly after falling. Huh. That, that does look exactly like it. That's insane. That looks like an alien turd, though, in this picture. <laughs> I had me a little shit. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why he's Irish. That wasn't even really an Irish voice, but, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a poo, and my leg fell off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that looks exactly like it. Honestly, Josh figured yeah. it out. Well, partially. So, meteor shower—they wouldn't pass for three weeks unless there was something weird going on. But I mean, I like where you're getting at. So now, and then with the uh, the microorganisms, it doesn't seem like that is part of star jelly usually, right? Right. I wouldn't think so. But, you know, it could have picked it up in the clouds. When it, it's it's weird that there are only two microorganisms in this. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you said, right? Right. So if it was something that just was kind of always around, I feel like there would be more than just the the two microorganisms in it. Mm-hmm. There would be stuff, all kinds of stuff in it mm-hmm. that could survive in it, obviously. But, you know, maybe those are the only two things that could... You know, survive in it. I don't know. Wouldn't that be crazy if it did come from like aliens and that's actually like hand sanitizer? Oh, and but this star jelly is still like folklore. We still don't understand it all the way. Oh, yeah. I didn't do. I didn't read read into it. It was just I found it and was like, that looks just like it, and saw that it was you know what it was. Yeah, it's a bunch of theories that okay. So yeah, uh, they don't, it's a legit thing that happens everywhere, but people still don't know what it is. Wow, you would think somebody would have tested that, you know. And it's different names everywhere like uh in Veracruz they call it caca de luna, which means the moon's feces. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say fo- moon shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's alien poop. Alien poop. Listen, this is this is kind of leaning towards Tommy's theory. I'm not liking that. Okay, <laughs> look, look, look. When you have people calling it, uh, what was it, Caca Luna, or Luna? Caca, Caca de Luna, Caca de Luna. Yeah, it's alien poop. There's my final thought. Alien poop. Okay. I kind of want Tommy's new nickname to be Caca de Luna. I will make a shirt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's definitely the missing piece. So now, because we were curious why it would have only happened one place, but it's all over. That's just the only one with the organisms. But, oh, what the heck? This is so weird. Where the f*** is Persed Meteor Peak? Oh, I'm digging, boys. I'm digging. I see. He's over there. He's got the serious face on, ladies and gentlemen. A serious face. It's the same face he makes when he looks up porn. It is. <laughs> you have to be serious about that. It's got to be good stuff. <laughs> ah. Caca de Luna. <laughs> <laughs> Although, in a way, it's kind of a cool name if you don't actually know what it actually means. <laughs> Well, 
I don't know where this uh, Perseids meteor peak is located at, but apparently uh, it's a lot of meteor showers happen between July and August. So it's a huge possibility that that's, that's what that is. I'm not saying it happened constantly, but it does say, you know. I mean, you'd have to look up meteorologist reports uh, for that area around that time. Maybe that gives some insight on some meteor showers. Because I know they track, at least they track the big ones, you know. Yeah. Oh, this is a whole... Okay, so that is a meteor shower, too. It's I'm assuming a peak gets its name from this this meteor shower. It's in the yellow zone, I guess. Where is Washington? No, that's... Is it Oregon and then Washington, or Washington yeah, and Oregon? Yeah, it's uh, Oregon and Washington so if you're going Washington bottom up. Is, oh, from bottom up, it's Oregon yeah. and then Washington. Yeah, if According you're going to this map, it's in a... It's, oh, that's 2018, but... Oh, these are different years. Never mind. I'd have to find the right year. Anyways, they're they're in the they're in a pretty good spot to see this particular meteor shower. So I'm gonna go with star jellies on this one. Definitely think it's star jellies. Even though we don't know what they are, we know what happened. <laughs> we we switch from one mystery to another one. Yeah, <laughs> I already solved it, guys. Listen, it's alien poops. It's turds. I don't want to. Don't want to acknowledge that, but I mean, it does make sense. <laughs> yeah. Some, hey, sometimes guys, y'all have to realize that I can find a nut. Okay. That did not come out. <laughs> Everybody, look up star jellies. You'll know what Tommy is talking about. It does totally. It makes sense because at that altitude, they're flying through. They just drop out their 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 waste it's going to freeze it's going to be a a meteor to us flying orbiting whatever it's going to do and certain conditions it falls down oh man plus who knows they might be trailing the meteor showers as a way for like gravitational pull i don't know if meteors give off their own gravitation <laughs> but i've known there's theories of doing slingshots around meteors to help with space travel yeah. So. That's how they. That's how they launched the Voyager. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Voyager Two was actually launched first, mm-hmm. and they actually did slingshot Voyager One because they knew it would surpass Voyager Two. Yeah, they, they did they it slingshot of... it off of Jupiter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I can't remember what they slingshotted it off of, mm-hmm. but I know that like, there's been reports of doing it, like theories of you could do it off of comets. And meteorites and stuff like that, and asteroids. That's pretty damn risky. Yes, man. You'd have to be extremely calculated for sure. And that would have to be a pretty big damn meteor to have its own gravitational pull. In my in my opinion, I'm not a I'm not a scientist. I'm gonna be honest. It could just be me learn like seeing that from a movie. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but I know they talked about doing like drilling and mining on asteroids and comets because there's so much like minerals and stuff on them so could you imagine having that job i think that's probably what it is they're riding the tails of like meteors and stuff because maybe that helps them keep from being you know tracked by like nasa and stuff like as they figured out that we're watching space 
they just travel with meteorites, and that's why you get the you know the star jelly. They just bloop. And there you go. Yeah. That, that sure. would explain the bacteria. All right. Well, like with anything, yeah, just random contamination. So it picked mm-hmm. it up somewhere else. So mm-hmm. not that all poop contains it, but mm-hmm. right. We've said yeah. poop so much. <laughs> I know it's weird. <laughs> it's been a good one. Well, shoot. Uh, I, I guess I think we know our final thoughts, but yeah, let's just go through them, Tommy. With final thoughts on the matter. Alien poops. I'm telling you, they're flying over, and they're just dumping it. And they probably picked that town because they were like. It's small. We can't really see it. Just dump it there, you know. If it is, in fact, only half a square mile, (laughs) which is unbelievably small, they probably didn't even mean to do it. It just happened. (laughs) Well, that would explain once, not six times. Well, I mean, if if they're visiting, because I think uh, due to, like, weight and stuff, I think some airplanes, they have to, like, drop their, you know, their load. Before they can land, if I'm not mistaken. Again, I'm not a pilot. So, uh, what about you, Josh? Uh, I'm I'm going with star jellies on this one. Just uh, some kind of byproduct of a meteor shower, or you know, some kind of maybe they release some kind of thing that mixes with our atmosphere and and rain, and it causes this gelatinous like substance. It's definitely space-related, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I think I agree with, with both of you. I mean, it's definitely lo- it definitely looks like the star jelly, which the star jelly makes sense to be this poop that's just stuck to meteors. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it makes the most sense. It, it's crazy that this has been around for so long, and, you know, even just the star jelly in general, people aren't exactly sure, and that would make sense because it's not of this world, and that's why no one can figure it out. I think I agree, unless it is because someone altered the timeline, saving Nelson Mandela's life in the 80s, and then got him elected president of South Africa in 1994, and the universe was trying to correct itself, and when it snapped back together, it dropped some jelly. Not ruling that one out. (laughs) No, you can't rule out anything, man, unless you're absolutely 100% sure and you know it didn't happen. Right. Which we can never be, so. No. And that's why I love what we do. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I like. I love this stuff. I, I I may not know a lot about it, but I love it. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I definitely feel more educated since we started going through. It's like, oh, man. man, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me not so much. I'm kind of just dumb all around. So comes with the territory. I mean, we have restarted you like 170 something times at this point uh, numbers are they're getting around they're getting outrageous okay you die a lot apparently <laughs> well everybody i think that's about it for tonight make sure you go and uh follow us on youtube drop us a like on facebook instagram twitter uh check out tiktok at some point if you're into that kind of thing and uh as always these are just our thoughts and uh, we hope to see you next time.